Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to r slash Today I Effed Up. This is one of my favorite subreddits, and it's a shame that I don't cover it more often on my main channel, but it's all about stories from people that have done something that they really, really regret. Let's get straight into the first one. But just quickly, guys, before we get into it, as you can see... I'm wearing some brand new merch. It's the same Redditor logo, but it's obviously now on a hoodie. For the cold winter months, we've got this nice blue color, a black, a white, loads of other colors. Go and check it out right now. Link is behind the i button, the description, the pinned comment is there. Go and check it out and buy something if you like it. It helps me out and it's really comfortable. Trust me. Today, I effed up by thinking I was muted in my Zoom lecture and called my professor a son of a female dog in front of 150 people. Hey guys, so today is the first day of the new semester where I'm from, in Germany, and I woke up at 11.02am since I thought my first lecture would be at 2pm. I then woke up to an email saying there was a Zoom meeting at 11am, so I immediately turned on my PC and joined the meeting and asked a friend of mine if he also joined. He didn't even know what I was talking about, so I texted him the meeting ID and the passwords and asked him if he wanted to listen to the lecture together on Discord. He said yes, so we hopped onto discord together and begun trash talking the professor for the bad communication and there i called him a son of a female dog for sending the email at 10 a.m for a lesson that was at 11 a.m now here's the problem every lecture i had last semester immediately muted everyone who joined so in my mind i was muted turns out though i wasn't and immediately my phone got flooded with messages asking me to turn my mic off great start to the new semester i hope you guys had a better day than me today oh mate i can't think of much worse than that i mean i'm fortunate that i've already gone through education now so i don't have to do these like weird zoom calls for school or university i imagine they're horrible you just you know you can't really learn anything and you could just turn off your mic or your screen and just go and do something else couldn't you But doing this doesn't get much worse than that. Have any of you ever done that? Accidentally, you know, been on the call thinking you were muted when really you weren't? Oof, it's not good. Not a good start to semester for this guy, but it's kind of funny. Now for our next story. Today I effed up by staring at the sun for over 12 minutes. When I was around 11, I was fascinated by science. I still am. In particular, I loved astronomy and the sun is a pretty cool object. I'd heard that Galileo had gone blind by looking at the sun through a telescope, so you should never look at the sun. My intellectually curious mind noticed that when the sun is high in the sky, around noon, it is nearly impossible to look at without squinting or closing your eyes. It's very bright and the rays emanating from it prevent you from clearly seeing its edges as a circle. However, in the morning as the sun raises and soon after, you can clearly see the sun is a circle and it doesn't appear as bright. It seems you can look at it without any issues. 
As an 11-year-old, I decided I was going to stare at the sun after it rose for as long as I could and see what happens. You know, for science. I did just that. I stared at the sun after sunrise while waiting at the bus stop for school. It didn't seem to be impacting my eyes at all. I tried to avoid blinking as much as possible, but of course, I blinked a bit. I wound up looking at the sun for approximately 12 minutes. When I looked away, there was a clear gray slash black circle in the middle of my vision where the sun had once been what's more the colors of things seemed to move around as my eyes looked around the sky had a reddish color and the concrete around me went from room to blue it was almost like there was a filter differentiating where the sky had been and a different filter where the ground had been superimposed on my vision those two filters and the black circle where the sun had been were fixed in my field of vision and the color of everything i looked at was distorted by those filters i can only describe it as what i imagine a drug trip to be like everything was funky colors because of the way their original colors were impacted by the filters in my vision it's similar to the negative photo optical illusion as an adult i've come to the conclusion that what i was seeing was the negative after image of the colors of the sky and ground that i looked at when i looked at the sun this after image followed me around all day What scared me is these filters after image and this black circle remained strongly in my vision past lunch Then over the course of the afternoon The filters and black circle gradually began to fade and the world returned to its normal colors by the time I got home If I looked at something fast enough or darted my eyes, I could still see the dark circle though Over the years, I forgot about this experiment and recently went to an eye doctor a couple of years ago because my vision has gotten blurry over the years. They took a picture of my retina and pointed out that my macula, I believe that's the word, the point where light focuses on the retina, appears to have had high amounts of light exposure for someone my age. They noted it down and said if it gets worse, there could be problems. I thought immediately to that long forgotten experiment where I stared down the sun and it won. (laughs) What a shock. In the last year or so, I've noticed more and more the black spots where the sun once was. I will quickly dart my eyes and see it for a second. The brain and the eye are amazing in that the brain will hide or fill in any gaps in the vision with information around the gap, similar to your blind spots. I've also noticed that in editing sentences, I will miss a mistake. I assume because it was filled in by my brain making the sentence look correct. If I look at what I have written sideways out of the corner of my eye, I catch mistakes easier. My personal belief is that my brain is filling in these missing details where the gap in my vision is, where the black circle where the sun would be if my brain wasn't filling it in. It's interesting how one stupid experiment as a kid can come back and reveal the stupidity of it years later. Always wear sunglasses, never look directly at the sun, even if it seems like you can, you are doing damage to your eyes. Well, (laughs) guys, let that be a lesson, I guess. Don't look at the sun without sunglasses on. I have done this before, I must say. I think like everyone has obviously tried to look at the sun without, you know, without sunglasses and just seeing what it's like. And you do get those like fuzzy little spots in your eyes afterwards, but not for 12 minutes though. That is where I probably draw the line, maybe after about a minute or so. 12 minutes? (laughs) Yeah, that's going to give you some lasting damage. I'm not really that surprised. Um, Thank you for doing that for us so we don't have to, is all I can say. Although... It's a bit stupid to have done that even as a kid interesting nonetheless now for our next story today I effed up by not knowing how to behave appropriately at a house party full of complete strangers 
Be me, an 18-year-old. Girlfriend at the time had just started uni. She was moving up north to stay in a student apartment. She wanted me to come and meet the gang. I have terrible social anxiety though. So I get up there and obviously the night starts with drinks. They're all poor students, so drinks in the apartment. Drinking games ensue. Now I'm awkward and don't really know how to start a decent chat with a stranger. So what do I do? I hit the hard liquor hard. Anyone ever played that game, Roxanne? Where you listen to Roxanne by the police and drink when he says Roxanne. I start this with straight vodka. Now it was bring your own beer, so I brought a 70 centiliter of vodka with me, which I intended to share. Did I? Nah, man, I drank it within 40-ish minutes of arriving. Jesus Christ. The last thing I recall of that night was shuffling cards. I woke up next morning in a bed, really comfy. My first thoughts, frick I'm comfy. Where the F am I though? I roll over and see my girlfriend on the floor. I reach. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Over and shake her. And at the same time, also silently notice that my head feels like it was recently rattled with a hammer. F off, don't freaking touch me, she says. Obviously, when this is what you're greeted with in the morning, you immediately begin to panic. I ask what I've done wrong and I get the response, you're covered in your own sick. I hastily rip the covers off me. For some context, I was wearing a blue slash white tie-dye t-shirt that night. My t-shirt was now green and yellow. My jeans were damp. I asked what the F happened last night and this is what I am told. Remember when I was shuffling cards? Well, apparently I blacked out. I just fell to one side on the couch and went unresponsive. Everyone freaked the F out. Two of the guys took my arms and legs and carried me to my girlfriend's room. They lay me on the floor, at which point I woke up very suddenly and exclaimed that I needed to spew. Before anyone could even move to grab a bucket, I threw up down myself and curled into a ball where I continued to vomit. I stopped after producing a few puddles of vodka, infused stomach juice, and said I needed to go to the toilet. My girlfriend's room was en suite, so she helped me up and I somehow staggered through. Now, the next part is just theorized to a point, but I was informed that this is likely the events that happened. I went into the bathroom, pulled my jeans down, and began to pee fine. My girlfriend knocked after an appropriate amount of time and asked if I was okay and if she could come in. I apparently said yes, but I was still peeing and had no clue what I had just been asked, so I just said yes. My girlfriend entered much to my horror. I span around on the spot with the grace of a thousand drunken kung fu masters, all the while still peeing and showering the floor in urine while aiming my pecker at my girlfriend. She screamed. Understandably, the pee was making the tile floor like an ice rink for my converse and thus I slip in my own piss, my own pee pee still in hand, fall and hit my head off the toilet system, reach out to grab something on the way down, and inadvertently push the shower door open and crack myself in the side of the head with the swinging open door. I then pass out. Wow, that was incredible. (laughs) 
So my girlfriend had to just pull up my pissy jeans then ask two dudes she'd known less than 48 hours to help her carry her pea-soaked vomit-covered boyfriend into her bed. I went back to visit twice after that. My girlfriend then started cheating on me with one of the dudes. I've barely drank since and while thinking about it, I could have died at multiple points that night. I mean, to be fair, mate, that sounds like a completely normal uni night to me. Nothing out of the ordinary there. Couple of litres of vodka or pretty much nearly a litre and yeah, you'll be on your way. Sounds like you had a great time. Um, Honestly, yeah, I've been there, but not to be fair. Have I been in that state where I've nearly smashed my head open? I don't think so, but I've been like quite licked before. Uh, Yeah, 40 minutes drinking nearly a litre of vodka though. That is gonna, that is gonna cane you. Doesn't matter what sort of alcohol tolerance you have. That is gonna ruin your night. I mean, (laughs) I get that you have a bit of social anxiety but mate that is that is another level 77 centiliters in under an hour you're gonna be feeling it so i'm gonna say and i'm not surprised that you nearly died uh yeah guys watching don't do that enjoy your drink but don't do that that's a bit mad now for our fourth story today i effed up by not realizing that the mri technician could hear me Back in February, my arm started hurting, so I went to the doctor and he told me to rest it. It still hasn't healed, so he scheduled me for an MRI today. I arrived and got all set up, and the tech told me she was training a new girl. They asked me to lay down Superman style and then strap down my arm. It really hurts, but I figured I could suffer for a little while. She then put headphones on my head and asked what kind of music I wanted. I replied that anything but country was fine. She turned on the music and it was country, so I asked her to change it and she did to 80s. She then put me in the machine and left. That's when I realized that the headphones were just a little too tight and the music just a little too quiet. You know how when you can make out what the song is but not quite make out the words? I also realized that I was actually Coming claustrophobic so i'm living through my own small slice of heck when the song ends and then the same song starts playing again and again and again blondie heart of glass on infinite repeat for 45 minutes now i didn't realize that they could hear me in the other room and when i get nervous and uncomfortable i tend to fart not silent but loud ripping sounds like i need to change my pants earth shakers <laughs> i'm nervous i'm in pain and i'm being tortured by not quite loud enough music and the loud thrumming of the machine after a while i started making up words to the music about how gassy and uncomfortable i was occasionally the technician would speak to me through the headphones and tell me how much longer i had left and her voice sounded strained but i figured it was because of the bad acoustics Finally, the torture is over and they pull me out and I let them know that the music has been on repeat. They then tell me that there is a microphone in the machine and that they can't hear the music, but next time let someone know. It's then that I realize I've been ripping my butt for the last 30 minutes and they could hear everything. I've never been so mortified in my life. (laughs) Oh, well then. (laughs) That's a bit of a funny story, isn't it? I mean, doesn't sound like a good experience. (laughs) funny for us but it's not a good experience so um yeah you effed up mate you really really did i'm sorry but (laughs) it's funny because like normally they say before you go in do you suffer from claustrophobia and well they said that to me anyway and i said no so i would have thought they would have said the same to you and you would have said yes so they would have been a bit more careful but no you just farted everywhere (laughs) oh wow i'm sorry man i'm sorry let's get into our final story Now for our final story, today I effed up by using the nuclear option in a game of Monopoly. 
It was a four-player family game of Monopoly. My brother, our parents, and I were playing, and I wasn't doing well. I wasn't bankrupt or heavily mortgaged yet, but I could tell that if something drastic didn't change in the next three turns or so, I was toast. I didn't have any monopolies, but I did have a couple two out of three properties, New York and St. James being the standouts, and a couple scattered here or there. My brother was the clear favorite at this point, with my dad in clear second. My mum was losing right along with me. It was my turn, and I was trying to arrange a favorable trade. I'm negotiating with my dad. I have a property that will give him another monopoly. He has a car that will give me a monopoly. We both have enough money and side properties to even things up afterwards. With a good trade here, we'd both have a higher chance of winning, significantly cutting into my brother's lead. Seems like it should be a slam dunk, right? But no, my dad is pushing for the most ridiculous trades possible and outright refusing to trade away those properties that are most valuable to me. If I don't get a monopoly out of this, I might as well not even bother with a trade. I'm getting frustrated as the negotiating stools, but I get an idea, a terrible, terrible idea. I say to my dad, dad, I'm clearly in the weaker position here, but right now that just means I have less to lose. So here's the deal. If I don't get a trade from you that gives me a monopoly, I'm going to sell all of my properties to my brother for $1. Dad didn't like that at all and there was no trade. He also probably didn't expect me to carry through, but immediately after, I sold all my deeds to my brother for a dollar and my dad lost any chance whatsoever of winning the game. Dad isn't speaking to me right now. Was that a supremely idiotic move to play? Yep. I'm feeling a little vindicated though for not letting myself be pushed around when I was the little guy. But will anyone ever want to play Monopoly with me again? I kind of doubt it. What, dude, you did exactly the right thing in this situation. You did not F up at all, surely. I mean, do you guys agree with me? He had no chance of winning OP in this situation. He gave his dad an ultimatum saying, if you don't give me at least a chance of winning, then you're definitely not winning. So yeah, you follow through. Well done to you. Well, that's what, yeah, I see nothing wrong with this. What your dad maybe should have done is, you know, find that middle ground between him having a chance of winning and you not, you know, just throwing the game to your brother. That's what you should have done because realistically, yeah, you did the right play there. I mean, if you're not going to win, then who cares who wins? And you might as well stick it to your dad and say, you know what? This is what you get for not trading with me. I see nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with it whatsoever. OP, well done. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash today I effed up. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you want more Tifu, as I like to call it, a little, you know, abbreviation right there. Check out this other video right here of another r slash T-I-F-U. If you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe and also check out this merch. You can see it right here. It's lovely uh, by clicking this little uh, this button here of my face with me wearing a lovely t-shirt. You can now get hoodies, t-shirts, loads of different colors. And trust me, guys, it's very comfortable. And it's, it's cold outside now. So you want to, you know, put on a nice warm hoodie for Christmas. So go and get one. And I will see you tomorrow with a brand new video. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.